0: Are you obsessed with Los Angeles head over heels in love with the city of angels? Well, this is the podcast for you at Life Hacks LA. We hack the best in arts eats and activities in Los Angeles. So join us and become an LA hacker, baby, baby. Hey, what's up LA hackers? This is your host, Stefan. Welcome to episode number 54 of the Life Hacks LA podcast. Today, I've got another good one for you because I'll be interviewing a micro influencer from Los Angeles. Her name is Lena and she shares all of her awesome adventures on Instagram. And in this interview, we're going to be talking about how you can still have a good time in LA without breaking the bank because Lena's on a millennial budget and she never likes to pay full price. So she's going to share some of us share with us some of her tips and tricks and hacks about having a good time in LA without spending a lot of money. As always, stay tuned to the end of the episode where I'll be sharing my own little budget hack um, in Los Angeles. I hope you enjoy this interview with Lena and I'll see you on the other side. Hey, what's going on, LA Hackers? Please welcome to today's episode, my guest, Lena. How are you, Lena?
1: Hi, Stefan. I'm good. I'm really excited for this opportunity to chat with you today.
0: Yeah, it's awesome to finally chat with you. We were just talking right before we hit record and we've kind of been following each other for quite some time and we've communicated like DMs and stuff, but this is the first time we're actually talking. So this is really cool.
1: Yes, I'm Yeah, I'm super excited to share lots of uh, LA tips and things with everyone.
0: <laughs> okay, awesome. Yeah, so... I follow your Instagram and you're always up to something, right? So (laughs) we could basically do an episode on any subject in L.A. with you, but we're going to talk specifically about free or inexpensive activities to do in Los Angeles because I think you do a really good job of showing that on your account. Like you don't have to be a millionaire to have fun in L.A. So that's going to be the subject. But before we get into that, um, hacking L.A. on a budget, I wanted to ask a little bit about you. Can you tell us where you're from originally and how you made your way to L.A.?
1: Yeah, actually, I was born and raised in LA. I uh, spent my first eight years living in Chinatown and then I moved to the San Gabriel Valley and that's where I'm currently at right now. Uh, But, you know, from time to time, I still drive down to LA and, you know, hang out and for events. Um, I mean, before the pandemic happened, there was always so many events and things happening weekly in LA.
0: Yeah, so we're at the time of this recording if you're listening in the future we're still going through the pandemic. So it's kind of weird but you know, once <laughs> yeah. once they finally release a vaccine, hopefully everything will get back to normal and we can start enjoying these things again. But you know, you mentioned Chinatown and I've never talked about it before, but you know, I saw kind of that resurgence of downtown Los Angeles and I know Chinatown was sort of part of that. So I was curious when you were growing up what was Chinatown like? What did it have? All those cool restaurants and shops and stuff?
1: Not at all. It's It's so different now. It's, um, before, there was just like, you know, like family, like mom and pop shops. But um, I feel like, okay, so you know the Far East Plaza? Yeah. um, So that was, you know, just like all mom and pop shop uh, restaurants and things like that. And then Roy Choi came over and opened Chago. And I feel like he, um, you know, kind of changed that whole plaza around. So now it's become more like, these more hip restaurants you know howling rays is there scoops
0: yeah songbird cafes close by
1: yeah all these like really like hipster trendier uh asian fusion places that And
0: chinatown summer nights i mean come on
1: right like amazing that's a fun event i i haven't gone in a while but that's super fun and you know that that would be one of the free things that i would attend like every time yeah, that was happening. I'm like, I'm really sad that that we can't do that this summer.
0: I know there's so it's many the things summer, that yeah. I'm not doing this summer that I do kind of like as a tradition. We're recording this a few days before Fourth of July, and I pretty much, as long as I can remember, have had the beach and, and the and a barbecue involved in my Fourth of July and fireworks, of course. So this will be the yeah. first time in a long time that that's not happening. So
1: I know not- it's it really bums me out, but you know, we just got us, you know safety first like yeah we got to power through right, right
0: <laughs> okay so let me ask you this because um typically when i have someone on most of my guests are not from los angeles like myself you were born uh-huh. here so i usually ask people some of the reasons why they love the city so much um, but since you were born here have you spent significant time in other cities that you can compare it to los angeles or you just always been blessed with living in the greatest city in the world
1: Yeah, I've lived here all my life. I've been very blessed (laughs) to to live in this beautiful city. And, you know, like as a person that's lived here all my life, I still find so many new things to do. Like I would have all these things like, you know, to check off my list and then I find more. And I actually like found a lot of new things by listening to your podcast. I was like, wait a minute, I've never been there. I'm going to add that onto my list too, you know?
0: Yeah, it's never ending, and I'll return the yeah. compliment because I found a cave hike from your account and some other accounts that I had never heard of before, and it's just never ending. I mean, I I post, I mean, I do a podcast once a week. I post almost every day. Do a blog post every week, and I still hear about new things all the time. It's just endless.
1: Yeah, isn't it neat? Yeah, it's like amazing. because because I feel like um, you know, everyone in in LA has different hobbies and interests, and it's like. We're sharing all these different things with you.
0: Yeah, and it's just so, just so like, oh, it, it, yeah. it's it's so large. Like, um, you know, you were born in Chinatown. You, where did you say you live now?
1: San Gabriel Valley. We have yeah. all the great like authentic Asian restaurants to eat at.
0: Yeah, that's always my recommendation when people ask me where the best do you Asian come down here to
1: eat sometimes?
0: Not recently, but I used to live in Burbank, so I would go there a lot, and then about six months ago i made a specific trip to san gabriel valley to just to go eat um dim sum
1: was it lunasia
0: i don't recall the name (laughs) but yeah but so yeah i i i I take a couple trips out there um a couple times a year but you know with everything's been going on i haven't gone out there recently but definitely in on the secret about the amazing asian food in san gabriel valley
1: yeah and um you know ever since the pandemic hit like because you know a lot of the restaurants here are owned by like you know their mom and pop shots so they were really struggling and yeah. uh, there was you know like I run a food group but then there was also this other Facebook group that um, someone started and and it was called like uh, SGV food or it's like a SGV food group and then everyone was posting on there just to like um, you know, expose these restaurants like, hey, help support them. And, you know, um, it's just so amazing to see that, like, everyone coming together to try to, like, support these restaurants.
0: Yeah. And there's just so many out there. Um, you know, there's so many, like, hidden places and hole in the walls that you would never expect. And let's hope they pull through this. But I, I wanted so to. Too, yeah. Yeah. I wanted to ask you about your Instagram because um, it's more of a personal brand account. And like I said, you've just, you're always posting really cool things to do. Can you tell us a little bit more about why you just started to uh, start sharing all your adventures on Instagram?
1: Yes. um, So when I started my Instagram, it was more like, kind of like a photo travel diary, you know, the the captions weren't really lengthy. It was just like, hey, here's a photo of what I've been doing, you know? But I feel like the past two years, um, my pictures and posts have been more informative and detailed because I really want to share with my friends and my, you know, my community on Instagram. Like, just, I, I just wanna share more of these experiences for them to be aware of and they can like check it out on their spare time.
0: Yeah, I think you do a great job of that. You also put like a wide variety of stuff up there. That's why I like your account. And, Thanks so much. That yeah, means a lot.
1: Yeah,
0: it's really cool. So, and that, that's what we want to talk about today. The subject was um, kind of surviving on a millennial budget because Los Angeles yeah. can be very expensive, especially restaurants and bars and that sort of thing. And um, so, so, you know, I wanted to talk to you about just having a good time that you apparently do, but still not having to spend a lot of money. And one of the first things I wanted to talk to you about was road trips that you seem to do pretty often. Do you have any tips on saving money for a road trip weekend? And where are some of the your favorite places in SoCal to visit and stay?
1: Yeah, of course. Yeah. I mean, I've been doing a lot more... Camping trips lately because I feel like that's the most safe thing to do at the moment you know, just because I just want to get away from the city and the crowds and um, you know, honestly like Camping it's not very expensive. You just have you know, you if you have all your right gear you're, you're fine and um, I know not a lot of national parks are currently open, but uh, we've been doing Bureau of land management camping which means it's just uh, undeveloped public land. And so there's no running water, basically just pitch a tent. Wow. And uh, you you pitch a tent and you like wander and roam however you, you want. And, you know, you don't need reservations. It's a free for all. So, um, but, you know, just make sure you pack in, pack out. You leave no trace.
0: Yeah, definitely. Well, we have different ideas of camping because I'm more of a glamper, you know. I yeah, like no, I saw that. Water.
1: Yeah, no, I saw that you went to Joshua Tree recently, right?
0: Yeah, and just camping in general. I like the idea of it, but I'm very picky about my sleep and like I need I need <laughs> my showers and all that stuff. But where's where's some of the places I, I hadn't I hadn't heard about that? Um what you were saying about that type of land that you're going camping in. What what are some examples of places that people can go?
1: Oh, uh so uh So Bureau of Land Management, it's also BLM. So I just want to clarify. (laughs) So if I say like BLM uh, camping, um, you can find that anywhere. Like you just have to do some research. I know there's some along the 395, you know, when you're heading towards Mammoth. There's some there.
0: So it's kind of like an organization and then they just have all these different places. Um,
1: you know, I, I actually don't really do the research. It's mostly my friends <laughs> who do, do it. Oh, okay. So they're but like, we're showing huffle. up
0: here. We just need you <laughs> yeah, to
1: Yeah, I just like <laughs> they give me the coordinates, I just show up. Wow. Uh, but but I'll I'll name a few that I've I've gone to. So um recently we were kind of near Sequoia. So oh, there okay. there's an area there. Uh my friends have recently camped by Alabama Hills. So those are all like Um, along the 395 I believe Uh, but I know there was like an earthquake (laughs) recently Um, so I I hope there wasn't like that much damage but um, so you can like camp around there Uh, this weekend actually I'll be in Big Bear and uh, we we have like like basically BLM is just like an area where um, you know you're just like far away from the city you're like pretty much like Oh, like in your own little like spot, with nothing really surrounding you. You you might not even like see other people.
0: Wow, that's really cool. And yeah, of course, like you said, camping isn't that expensive, right? So you just pretty much need yeah. your equipment. And what do you guys do for food typically?
1: Um, we like bring like we'll meal prep. Like we'll prepare uh, things that we can just like reheat on the stove. Like we have like camping stoves. Mm. Yeah, so we do that and then you know late at night if you like want like soupy noodles you can make that too yeah Yeah, it's important to bring a lot of water and it's good to have like a Gatorade powder with you it's been getting really hot so
0: yeah definitely yeah (laughs) when I was in Joshua Tree that was what a week ago it was a hundred yeah
1: how was the weather was this scorching hot
0: um, it was getting there. I think that was pretty much, we went in June. So I think that's pretty much the last time you can go where you can actually get away with it. Like we would get up early enough where it wasn't too bad, but then, you know, by like 11 AM it's over a hundred, you know?
1: Yeah. That's why you, you will have to start the hike super early. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Did you do any cool hikes?
0: I did really um, easy ones. Cause I was with my seven-year-old son.
1: Oh, yeah, of course. Yeah, yeah.
0: he's super, he's even more high maintenance than I am. So, like we did, you know, we did like super easy ones. But, but yeah, uh, speaking of hiking, because I've noticed you've been posting a lot of hiking stuff, like really cool spots, um, like that cave we were talking about earlier. And of course, yeah,
1: Cave of Munich. Yeah, Thank you for sharing my photo.
0: Yeah, coincidentally, I did that today. So,
1: I know. Um, yeah, and I feel like many people have been visiting lately
0: that particular place.
1: Yeah, I've been seeing people posting about it. I'm like, oh, well, you know, my boyfriend showed me that spot. Yeah, he's been there before. And I was like, oh, yeah, let's go.
0: Yeah, that's one of the ones I was talking about that I hadn't heard of before, even though, you know, constantly researching this stuff. But I wanted to ask you about that because, like I said, you've been posting a lot about hiking. It's obviously an inexpensive um, activity and it's super, super popular. So um, can you share with us some of your favorite places to hike?
1: Yeah, of course. Um, so that that is one of my favorite uh, current ones. Uh, so the Cave of Munits, it's in um, West Hills. Uh, so it, that one's totally doable. It's like two miles round trip. So you just hike towards this vertical cave and then um, you start, there's a little bit of climbing and scrambling. You just need to climb over these jumble rocks And, uh, you know, once you get to the top, you get this like beautiful panoramic view of San Fernando Valley.
0: Yeah, it looks really beautiful. But you know, when I posted it, people were being pretty dramatic about it. Like, oh, there's snakes and it's super hard to get there and all that stuff. So you're saying it's not too difficult.
1: Oh, um, I didn't encounter any snakes.
0: Yeah, I was like snakes. What the hell?
1: (laughs) That's funny. Um, no, it's, it's not hard to find. You, The I mean, the vertical cave just looks like a, like a big open slit, like right, like, you know, in front of you. So it's, it's, no, it's not too difficult to find.
0: Yeah, that's a great recommendation. I feel like if you can get a cave or like a epic summit, summit peak or a, a waterfall, then, you know, that's a special, special hike um, near Los Angeles.
1: Yeah, there's just so many unique spots. I mean, like I said, like, just keep adding to my list. Um, But uh, something that's not so well known that I want to share is the Brand Park hiking trail. And that's in Glendale.
0: Brand, Um, B-R-A-N-D?
1: Yeah, Brand Park.
0: Okay. Yeah, Mm -hmm. I I used to live um, near there. So um, I don't know if I've done that particular one, but I've definitely heard of Brand Park.
1: Yeah, they have, like, a really cool library
0: Okay. Yeah, I have been there. That's a really nice spot.
1: It is. Yeah. It like the library is also fun to check out. It's also an art center. So there's art galleries that you can, you know, go check out. Um, the, the building's beautiful. It's like um, Indian Moroccan style.
0: Now I used to go to the park down below. So you're, isn't the hiking like behind that building you're talking about? Is that what yes. it is?
1: Yeah. The trailhead is right by there.
0: Okay. Yeah. I've never went on the hike, but I used to go to that park down below. So, so what's the hike like? Is that a difficult hike or.
1: Um, okay. It's, it's two to three miles. Um, it's a bit steep. Um, so I would re- recommend wearing good boots. Like, you know, the ones that like have good grip. Cause I, I don't think it's hard, but you know, my friends have like said it's, it's too hard for them a little Well, not too hard, but it's just like, they have a little difficult time.
0: Yeah. where well, you're, you're but, you know, used to everyone, it, right? Yeah, so <laughs>
1: everyone should just take their time and go at their own pace. Like I totally don't mind like slowing down, you know?
0: Yeah. I saw that post you did recently where you had just hiked all day and then you uh, went to Culver city and did the Baldwin Baldwin Hills one. <laughs> oh like, yeah oh. I'm
1: just crazy <laughs> Yeah,
0: because that one just by itself I used to do that one, Baldwin Hills I mean that by itself is the workout is have workout
1: you done workout. those stairs
0: I I've done it plenty of times but not recently
1: yeah I haven't done it recently and I, I was kind of like feeling a little paranoid because um there were a lot of people there
0: yeah it's it yeah. crowded on the uh wooden stairs part so I definitely wouldn't want to go mm. right now
1: yeah, I um I I mean everyone was wearing masks that that was good, you know. So um there's that. <laughs> yeah. Um but you know like okay, so the Brand Park hike, um it's I think it's worth it because you you get such beautiful views at the top.
0: Yeah, it's it, really beautiful over there. And and you're right. It is kind of um overlooked. Like I I don't really hear anyone talk, ever talking about that area. Mhm. Yeah. Yeah, I did
1: one in Burbank uh, called Wildwood, or is it, is that the name?
0: Wildwood Canyon or something.
1: Yeah, that one's a steep one too, and you get really cool views.
0: Yeah. Yeah, I think Glendale and Burbank have a lot of um, good mountain ranges over there. I mean, that's where the Wisdom Tree is and some other really good hikes.
1: The Wisdom Tree one kicked my ass.
0: Yeah, that's a tough one.
1: (laughs) But it's beautiful too. Yeah. Yeah. Um I also really like the Bighorn Mine. I, I went to do that last summer.
0: Yeah, that one looks pretty cool. That's the one that has the structures and stuff, right?
1: Exactly. It's it was like a gold mine from many years ago. So you see like remnants of the place. And how, how
0: long does it how long of a hike is it to get to that? To that the...
1: one's just four miles.
0: Okay, that's not bad.
1: Yeah, and then um so So you get to hike to, you know, the foundations of where the gold mine was. And then if you want to continue adventure, then you climb through this mine tunnel. (laughs) And then you get, yeah, you get to explore the mine tunnel so that that would add like a little bit of extra time, but I recommend doing it. It's so neat.
0: Yeah. That's that little bit extra, right? That we all love.
1: Yeah. Yeah. And I would recommend, um, people to bring a jacket and like a good headlamp, it's super dark, it gets super cold, the temperature drops, like, yeah. So oh, wow. that was like, super adventurous. <laughs>
0: yeah, that's like a serious hike right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, so let, let's talk about, so recently you've been doing a lot of out, outdoor stuff, but before the whole pandemic thing happened, um, pop-ups were like all the rage in Los Angeles. I mean, they are literally popping up everywhere. And yeah. in my opinion, Um, once this whole thing is over, it might take a while, but they're going to come back, you know, because they're just so unique and um, people have so many creative ideas when it comes uh, to those Uh, pop-ups. So I wanted to ask you about some of your favorite ones from the past. Let's pretend the pandemic never happened and uh, some of the pop-ups that you've already done. um, What are some of your favorite ones?
1: Yeah, there's so much to share. Um, There's some that are open right now or planning to reopen they just have limited capacity and you just have to you know reserve a time slot um but you know like uh i I know that there's like a shutdown again so i'm not sure what's going to happen next but i wanted to share uh so there's a new one in westminster it's it's inside the westminster mall and it's called the donut life museum wow so it's all donut theme i mean who doesn't love donuts yeah right Yeah, and they have like a bunch of really cool, you know, donut-themed rooms and installations to take pictures. Uh, There's also the Darling Mushrooms, which is in Brea. And this pop-up is a bit smaller, but then there's still 28 set designs for you to go through. And um, most of them have a floral, whimsical, fairy-like Alice in Wonderland theme. Mm -hmm. yeah and then uh one of my favorite ones that i visited like i don't know how many months ago but it was a a britney spears theme one
0: yeah that's across from the grove right
1: uh yeah huge huge one yeah i think it used to be like Kmart. store. store. Oh, was it?
0: Yeah. I remember that. Oh wow. They
1: really converted that place then. It's so like crazy looking inside with bright lights. And that uh, used to
0: be the craziest Kmart because I used to live right by there. So I would go to the Grove all the time, you know? Oh
1: yeah. So every
0: once in a while I'd have to go into that Kmart and I swear to God, people would drop off their kids at the Kmart and go to the Grove and then come back and pick up their kids because there's kids running around everywhere in that Kmart. It was crazy.
1: That's funny. They would just like drop off their kids just to like exert all their energy. That's (laughs) my theory
0: of what was going on. That's so funny. I saw a bunch of unattended kids every time I went there, so I'm not sure, but I think that's what was happening.
1: Yeah, so um, that pop-up was super fun because all the different rooms and set designs felt like her music videos because she had like a ton of unique music videos.
0: Yeah, I saw the pictures of that one. It looked it looked like they did a lot of um, detail in it. It looked really cool. I, I'm not sure if it's still open, but I was at the Grove a few like maybe two months ago, and yeah. it, it was still there. But I don't know if it was open or not.
1: They haven't announced anything yet. Yeah, but I, I'm just really hoping like people will start listening, so these places can open back up. Yeah, right. Yeah, what what was unique about that one? Um, you know, once you purchase your ticket, they give um. So uh, you get to download this app and the app connects um, directly to your wristband that you wear when you check in and it activates all these fun photo video ops throughout the museum. So it was really creative and high tech.
0: Yeah, now that one is really cool, but it's that one's a little more expensive though, right?
1: Yeah, it is. It's $60, but I'm, I'm going to share later of, of where I found it, where it was $20 and that was on Groupon.
0: Oh, okay. I'm just keeping so us, was, honest. Yeah, just keeping was, us yeah. honest here because we said we we're going to try to give them some discount things to do.
1: Yeah. So yeah. I'm going to totally mention that at the end, okay, like awesome. later when you ask me about it.
0: Yeah. Cause yeah. I was, um, I was, uh, one of the reasons why I brought pop-ups is because you do a lot of them. They're super popular, but also mm-hmm. most of them aren't that expensive though. Like most of them aren't, aren't too bad. And, or you no. can find a deal on them. Like you just said.
1: Yeah. Like, uh, I'm going to mention this later too. It's, it's, um, you know, sometimes they have promo codes that you can share sometimes they'll just announce things like hey uh, this is our like opening night and you know like just come on by and check it out for free
0: yeah they'll or just get a, like a really large instagram following and they'll send it to you for Uh-oh. free
1: that's true <laughs> <laughs> you know that's i don't true. i don't have a huge following either
0: but you get but, i mean you but get that's stuff. like
1: my niche you know yeah, yeah so. exactly
0: so yeah it's become different. more like that it's like um they want to find people who are the exact have the exact audience that they want even if it's not a large audience it's like the exact people that they want
1: yeah exactly yeah and they're more like you know we're like micro influencers are just more like um honest and genuine like not just i'm just saying (laughs) like you know these are real life experience and we like enjoy them
0: All right, cool. So one of the things about Los Angeles that we all love is the bars and restaurants. You know, we've got so many amazing ones like these rooftop ones and these uh, speakeasy ones. But if there's one thing you're going to shell out a lot of money on in LA is when you go out. I mean, a drink is like 15 bucks and dinner, you're probably going to be dropping 60 to 100. So do you have any millennial tips or hacks that you can share? Because I, you know, I know that you go out there and have a drink every once in a while or go out to dinner. So how do you save money in that area?
1: I do. Um, Yeah, no, I I like to try to save money wherever wherever I can so I can do more things. (laughs)
0: Exactly.
1: So I I like to plan ahead and do research, you know, like a lot of restaurants and bars do offer happy hour deals. So it's usually like, you know, seven, um, four to seven, you know, they'll do happy hour or they'll do like a late night happy hour thing. And so I would try to go during those times or, you know, like I, I find a lot of information on the restaurant's Instagram page. So they're always making announcements on, you know, whether they're um, doing, like, some kind of promo deal on, like, a meal, like, a set course or something. Yeah. uh, That's usually, like, when I'm, like, curious and I want to try it. And uh, they do giveaways, too. And I would try to enter for fun because you never know if you'll win. You enter
0: a lot of giveaways, don't you? I do.
1: (laughs) And I won. I've been winning. So it it you you won won one of ours, right? To the whole 19.
0: Yeah, that was a long time. That
1: was so that was so fun.
0: Yeah, yeah.
1: Yeah, that was a fun pop-up. I really enjoyed that. Thank you.
0: <laughs> yeah, that was one of the first times we kind of came in contact. But um yeah. I really miss giveaways. We haven't done them in a while just because of everything that's going on. There's a lot of stuff. But that used to be one of my favorite things to do, is do giveaways. So hopefully it'll come back.
1: Yeah, I, I used to do giveaways too. Yeah. Yeah. Um, so there there's also Dine LA Restaurant Week. I'm sure you've heard of that.
0: I've heard of it, but I don't really know how it works. So can you talk about it? A little oh,
1: bit? yeah, of course. Um, so uh, it's been around for so long. Um, you know, I started going since like, and I don't know, like 2009, maybe. Um, but it's, uh, you know, like, the, it'll happen for like two weeks um, in January. And I think one, like, you know, twice a year, one, one, um in january and sometime in the summer and uh they provide three course lunches and dinners and you get to pick what you want to eat from each course and they're actually pretty filling like it could cost from i think Lois is like 20 something to up to 50.
0: So you don't have to join or have any membership. You just show up on the day that they're having. Yeah,
1: I would uh, recommend making a reservation Mm because I think that's, I think everyone has the same ideas. So they just want to go try it and they'll, and they'll be all booked up or something. Yeah. But that's a good way for you to try new restaurants and have like a variety. I like having a variety in my meal. Like I like to eat like, um, you know, a couple of appetizers, a couple of main courses or tapas
0: yeah that's one of the best things about living in Los Angeles is just the wide variety of foods you can get to, and you know even yeah, me sometimes sure. with someone who's always looking for new things, sometimes I'll get stuck in a routine of going to the same places so it's cool when they have something like dine l a which it kind of motivates you to try something new or maybe like even finer food that you wouldn't normally try or something like that you know fine dining
1: yeah, and um that's one of the things what um one of the things I love about l a is just um just the different cuisines we provide here like um you know some of some of the things are just so authentic and close to what i have had out of the country
0: yeah definitely that's because um first generation people are here making that food you know like Mm -hmm. you know sometimes you'll go to a place in a restaurant in a city and they're making the americanized version of that but you go to san gabriel valley where you live and you're be mm-hmm. authentic, you know they lived in that country, you know. Yeah. Yeah. So. And, and
1: authentic Mexican food.
0: Oh my God! Yeah. Food, right. Definitely.
1: Yeah. So, um, another way to save money, <laughs> um, I, I run a food—I'm sure I mentioned—but I run a food club on Facebook called Food Pirates and I host food crawls on there.
0: Oh no way! So how does it work?
1: So during these food crawls, I pick around three different spots. So it'll be like a theme food crawl. So it'll be like either like taco crawl, um, a donut crawl, fried chicken crawl, um, dumpling crawl. Um, I've I've done all those. (laughs) So we like, you know, just um, go to these different spots and we order a variety of different dishes to try together. And, you know, at the end, when you split everything up per person, it's it's not that expensive. and, And everyone's stuffed at the end and really happy after.
0: Oh, so how it works is, I mean, is it free? People just go with you to it or do they pay a fee and then you kind of give them like a Oh yeah,
1: time? like, no, I, I don't like arrange anything with the restaurants. It's just me just because I like to uh, hang out and eat with friends.
0: <laughs> oh, okay, cool. <laughs> yeah, yeah, so
1: yeah, anyone can message me about it and join my food group they like.
0: <laughs> okay, food I might join you. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> <Sounds awesome. laughs> I know.
1: I Like I said, I just really hope things will get better so we can like, you know, hang out and and Eat together
0: again <laughs> yeah and you know that's really good what you mentioned about the four o'clock thing because i generally eat early
1: and oh, uh-huh. um,
0: and one of the things i you know i don't know off the top of my head the restaurants but there's a couple sushi places and a couple other places that do this uh, more like bar restaurants um you know like i don't know if perch specifically does it but places like that they'll have like um if you eat at four to five or, or something like that mm-hmm. um well, they'll have a special, like a happy hour or whatever, even on a Friday, um, usually not on Saturday and Sunday, but on a Friday, you go there, you have a couple cocktails, get those out of the way because those are $15 a piece. And if you're going to hang out for a couple hours, then you can save a lot of money in that first hour. You know what I mean? Just by ordering drinks and appetizers and that sort of thing. There seems to be a ton of restaurants that do that. Like you can um, Friday yeah. night, you can go from four to five or maybe sometimes even five to six and uh, get some of those first, first drinks in.
1: Yeah, exactly. Uh, I mean, um, I think seven's usually the cutoff time, and I get off work like around six. So I try to squeeze (laughs) in just in time. Like
0: Uh, I'm gonna,
1: I'm gonna like get all these appetizers. Please give me the discount.
0: (laughs) Do you work in the San Gabriel Valley or do you work in a, I
1: I work in Glendale. So I would do that brand park hike after work. Oh, okay. Yeah. In the summertime, you know, so because uh, days are longer. So yeah.
0: And at least Glendale has a ton of good bars and restaurants too.
1: Yeah, there is. Mm-hmm. Good Mediterranean food.
0: <laughs> okay. All right. So you gave us some great tips about camping, hiking, pop-ups, bars and restaurants. Are mm-hmm. there any other general hacks you can share overall about saving money or having fun on a budget in Los Angeles?
1: Yeah. Um, yeah, let's face it. I mean... all you know, we do so many activities and events that could easily add up and I like to save a few dollars wherever I can. So, um, you know, I, I always try to check Gold Star and Groupon before I purchase the ticket to something because mm-hmm. there's always deals on there. Yeah. I
0: always forget to check. I always say I'm going to and then I always forget.
1: <laughs> I like don't, I don't know. I don't know if it's the Asian in me. Like I just don't want to pay retail price.
0: Yeah, you shouldn't. <laughs>
1: Yeah. So, I mean, like, like I mentioned earlier, I found the Britney's zone pop-up on Groupon for 20 bucks.
0: You know what I used to do? I used to go on there sometimes just to find ideas, you know, because when I, when I first moved here, I was like, okay, every weekend I'm going to do something different. And sometimes I would go, yeah, yeah, you know, um, have you heard of the um, God, the name is escaping me right now, but it's basically that those nights that fight while you're eating it's in um, Anaheim. Um. Medieval times. Medieval times. Okay, so
1: you know I haven't been to that. Oh I've been to the pirate Lena, dinner. I got. Go. I know. So I know. Cool.
0: But you know yeah. that's something I'd heard of, but I totally forgot about. It. And then I would go on Groupon and just just to get <laughs> ideas of what to do. And then they had like an amazing deal for it at the same time.
1: Okay. Yeah. Yeah. You can definitely find those deals on there.
0: Yeah. And yeah. Sometimes and, it gives you ideas of like um, new stuff to do as well.
1: Yeah. Exactly. So that's those are. Some of the websites I visit, and um, I I like to always add and follow pop ups and events because they you know, you know like I mentioned um, there's preview influencer nights and those are usually free to participate in, or they're, they're they'll always share promo codes about like oh yeah just you know this weekend there's like a Fourth of July deal like it's twenty five percent off all tickets, so you know that's like nice you just save dollars yeah. and then you know back. Back in the day, when I was collaborating with these pop-ups, I always share with my community unique promo codes for them too.
0: Yeah, it's um, great when they have those.
1: Yeah, I follow a lot of blogs myself. Like I, I like to follow Timeout LA, LA, Do LA, Do LA, Secret LA to find free to low cost events to attend. Yeah, it's it's just really uh, a shame. Like such a shame that we can't be out and about, you know, it's, it's usually during the summertime when it's like super popping
0: I know. That's when I yeah. go crazy. Like every, every chance I get in the summer, I'm out doing something. Yeah. Man, so, um, you know, like,
1: um, um, you know, those outdoor movies and like, and I think now they're converting it into like drive-in movies now.
0: Yeah. Did
1: you hear about that? Like, I think like Rose Bowl is like converting it into a,
0: yeah, they're having one at the Rosewell, but they're they're popping up everywhere. Like they're putting a, I think they have one downtown. They're putting up and a couple mm-hmm. others, and before this all happened, there was only two that I know of in this entire area.
1: Yeah, I haven't been to one in so long.
0: Oh, they're a lot of fun.
1: Yeah, yeah, they are. Um, also, like during the summertime, I mean, I really hope they bring this back. But there were always really fun events at Grand Park.
0: Oh yeah, yeah. Grand Park's like, kind of become yeah. like the centerpiece of the city for events. You know, like. Um, New Year's Eve, July Fourth, that sort of thing.
1: Yes, yeah, they're not doing any fireworks. They're... There's no
0: fireworks in the city <laughs> at all. But if you look out your window, there's going to be people oh, I, lighting up. Always fireworks. that
1: one person launching those fireworks <laughs> every night. You're right.
0: Yeah,
1: I'm like, doing that. <laughs> Let's wait
0: till the Fourth. I mean, that's a couple of days from the some, from when we're recording, but everyone's mm-hmm. going to see a lot of fireworks just from. Uh, they're really cracking down on them, but I don't think they're going to be able to stop people.
1: Yeah. Yeah, so I I would um, always go to this, uh, this event at Grand Park. It, it was like I think every other Friday they would they would teach like a dance lesson
0: at oh, the park. Oh yeah, yeah.
1: That was always fun Friday nights, and I've taken classes like disco, salsa, hip hop, tango.
0: They had like Bollywood night, salsa night. Yeah, yeah. It awesome.
1: was just like a fun free activity
0: yeah that's a great park
1: you could just bring your friends like you could celebrate your birthday there like isn't that such a fun activity just to
0: yeah that's a great tip for doing something inexpensive too because it's free yeah your grand park the other cool thing about grand park is it's near so many other things like you could walk to so many other things from grand park
1: yeah i think i remember we were at grand park and like we just like walked or i don't know i think walked over to little tokyo for karaoke or like some like some drinks and stuff like it's close to everything
0: yeah yeah that's a great one (laughs) Mm -hmm. okay lena so if you don't have any more tips on saving money um i was going to ask you the next question or did you have some more
1: I just kind of wanted to share some of the places that i i went to when i was in joshua tree if you don't mind
0: oh no not at all
1: yeah like um you know there's just so many cool airbnbs out there to stay at
0: ridiculous ones
1: right like just just super unique and um you know me and my friends usually take a trip out there every year too um so the last, place, pl- the last place we stayed at is this place called um, Rancho de Colores. If you uh, want to look that up on Airbnb later, it's a um, really spacious, colorful home. And they have a huge backyard. And uh, you can have up to 14 friends there. And it's really affordable. And so I'm, I'm just suggesting and maybe people can save and bookmark to do this late, later. Um, so that was like a really cool, unique home.
0: Oh yeah. I'm looking at it right now on Instagram. Wow. That's crazy. Yeah. Like you said, if you split it up with a bunch of people, it's not too bad, right? Yeah.
1: Just like a weekend getaway. And it's, it's just the best, like, you know, connecting with friends, you know, uh, do some hikes and then just go back to your home and, and chill by the, I think there was like a a hot tub or something there. And then there's hammocks where you can stargaze the star, the stars out in Joshua tree are seriously like the best stars I've seen.
0: That's (laughs) funny. You say that because when we were there the first night, um you yeah. know we had been hiking all day. We're pretty tired and we, we went inside before it got dark. And then the Airbnb had this book, you know, like what to do in Joshua Tree. And mm-hmm. the first page I open it up to, it says, if you're not looking up, you're missing half the show. Um because oh, of the stars, right? Uh-huh. So I open the door and I look up and I'm like, oh my god. God, this is crazy. Like the entire sky is just full filled with stars, which you don't see in Los Angeles at all.
1: No, because we're just like, we're a city, you know, like there's just lights everywhere. It's hard to really see them.
0: Yeah, it's amazing. So part Mm -hmm. of the best part of that trip was laid down in a hammock and just looked up at the stars for like an hour.
1: I know priceless, right?
0: Yeah, it's amazing. Yeah,
1: it's like, just nature is just amazing. It's nice to reconnect oh, yes. with nature. Yeah. And um, there's there's a lot of really afford, like free to low cost activities out in Joshua Tree. There's the Noah Pirifoy Outdoor Sculpture Museum.
0: Oh, that's cool. I haven't heard of that one.
1: Uh, yeah, I looked that up later. And then um, there was this cute beauty bubble salon and museum. It has this really retro vibe inside. Like, you know, like those hairdressers that, like, you know, from, like, the old movies, those retro movies. From, like,
0: the 60s and stuff where they put mm-hmm. it over your head, like a Pink, helmet. Yeah, <laughs> okay. it's a
1: super cute museum, and then they also cut your hair there.
0: Wow, they do your hair in the museum?
1: Yeah, like, in the That's back. Really cool. Like, Like, in the front is more, like, the, the museum and the collectibles, and then in the back is where they, like, wash your hair and cut your hair.
0: Yeah, Joshua Tree, like, blew me away. I mean, there's just – one of the coolest things about living in Los Angeles is these crazy, cool experiences you get – Just driving less than two hours away. And Joshua Tree is just so unique.
1: It's not that far. It's just like a mini getaway. Yeah. Yeah. And um, the Integratron is also a really neat place to try a sound bath session for the first time.
0: So is all this in the town? Like 29 Palms or Joshua Tree? Okay.
1: Yeah. You could totally, I mean, just little drives here and there. but But yeah, all in Joshua Tree.
0: Yeah, and like you like you were talking about, I think having an awesome Airbnb now is part of the experience because yes. Joshua Tree and exploring it and hiking is one thing, but a lot of the time you just want to chill in your Airbnb because they have these unique artistic places that are in the middle of the desert. It's like solitude. It's just amazing. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah, I mean, this is kind of like my secret, but I I don't mind revealing it here. But I also stayed at a place called the Tile House. And this place was so amazing. It's almost like, felt like staying in my very own art museum.
0: This was in Joshua Tree too? Mm-hmm. The yeah. So
1: that one can hold only a few people. Like the owner's really like, like you gotta be, you know, honest, like I can only hold four people. Mm -hmm. (laughs) So I I think it's like a, a bathroom thing, (laughs) (laughs) but, uh, but yeah, that place is just so well decorated. It has this whole colorful gypsy bohemian theme. Like, yeah, it it was really like every room. You just want to take a photo, like just every single room.
0: Yeah, I've got to have you back on just for a Joshua Tree episode cuz I'm going oh, no, to Oh I'm my... sorry.
1: I'm like going on and on. <laughs> no,
0: no, I'm just saying cuz it's just so cool and I I think I haven't spent a lot of time there, so I forgot how awesome it was and I think I'm going to add it to my like annual trip now. Like I'm going to do it once a yeah, year. Yeah, you least.
1: should. I I was doing that and like I said like no matter like how many times I return, I would always find something new to do. Yeah. Cuz there's it's a great like, place to
0: recharge yeah. too, you know.
1: It is. Yeah, just like, you know, like you know, phone connections, like just slow, just just you know, just live in the moment and enjoy it.
0: Yeah, exactly. And look there. at the stars.
1: Exactly. <laughs> Stay hopeful, look at the stars. <laughs> we'll be okay. <laughs> <laughs>
0: okay, Lena. So I'm really looking forward to this next question because someone like yeah. you, you know, we have very similar personalities when it comes to LA. We want to just go out and explore everything. So this might be tough because you're gonna have to narrow it down to one day. I know. I I wanted to uh, ask you if you could describe for us what you would consider to be your dream dream day in LA from getting up to going to bed. What would happen and where would you go to make that dream LA day for you personally?
1: Okay. Yes. I will get up early and drive over to Republic. It's one of my favorite brunch spots. Have you been before?
0: It's one of the best and one of the most beautiful places
1: it is right and you but you need a lineup early they don't take reservations on the weekends (laughs) well i guess if, if it's my dream day it could be any day too so
0: it's good to start the day there
1: yes um so have brunch uh get some pastries to go uh then i would go over to melrose uh there's tons of boutique stores and thrift shops there and to me it's just really fun to walk around even though i'm not planning to buy anything Um, I I work for an apparel clothing line. So it's just really nice to find inspiration in these clothing stores. Mm -hmm. Yeah. And uh, there's also a bunch of cute coffee shops on the street. So I might grab some coffee or tea along the way. And then later in the late afternoon, I'll probably attend one of the, you know, the theme pop-ups that's going on that week. (laughs) (laughs) And then after the photos, I'll probably switch outfits and then I'll go to dinner with some friends and then meet up with more friends at a rooftop bar to hang out. So maybe um, Spire 73 or Broken Shaker. Those those are like some really cool roof, rooftop bars.
0: Wow, two yeah. of the best, yeah.
1: Yeah, and then I'll probably go to, I'll probably end the night by going to a concert.
0: <laughs> okay. So your dream day sounds a lot like mine, except for the concert part. So I want to, I want to hang out with you until it's time to go to the concert. I'll be like, all right, I'll see you guys later.
1: (laughs) Oh yeah. Maybe you'll continue to a few more, um, you know, bars.
0: Yeah. Where, where would you, where would you go to a concert? Like what's, um, I mean, they have some in what Koreatown now they have, do they still have them on Oh my gosh.
1: I can probably do another episode of all of my favorite concert venues. (laughs)
0: <laughs> there's it.
1: just so many like there's so many of them big ones and small ones yeah, yeah. but probably like the palladium that's a great menu
0: okay that's in Hollywood, yeah. right yeah yeah
1: yeah it's good sound system there's not one really bad spot you could just yeah that's a fun one
0: sounds <laughs> like an awesome day i'm i'm
1: yeah <laughs> did that exhaust you? Because my friends, like, every time they hear about, like, oh, hey, Lena, what you do over the weekend, and I tell them everything I, you know, that I did, and they're like, girl, like, yeah, I'm really you're, exhausted from hearing what you're talking about. Judging <laughs>
0: by your Instagram, your dream day is basically what you do every weekend, <laughs> like, you're packing it. I stuff. know,
1: <laughs> yeah, so funny.
0: All right, Lena. So, like I said, I've been following you for a while and you have so many awesome suggestions on your account. So, where is the best place for people to go who want to find out more about you or just follow your adventures like I've been doing?
1: Yeah, Instagram would be the best place. Uh, I go by Lena Zilla and uh, I'm really, I'm pretty active there. So, anyone can just send me a message anytime. I'd be happy to chat and answer any questions and share my tips and even share some of my promo codes.
0: All right, awesome! It was so cool <laughs> having you on, Lena, and I'm glad we finally got to talk. and And uh, thanks so much for sharing all your um, suggestions.
1: Yes, it was amazing chatting with you, Stefan. Thank you for the opportunity again. All
0: right,
1: thanks, <laughs> I'll Lena. Hopefully, chat with you soon. Yeah. Okay. Thank you.
0: Bye. Bye. Hey, what's up, guys? I hope you enjoyed that interview with an awesome LA hacker, Lena as she helped us hack some amazing activities in our city that you can do on a budget. If you want to follow Lena, you can find her on Instagram at LenaZilla. That's L-E-N-A-Z-I-L-L-A. Okay, guys, as promised, I have my very own Hacking LA on a Budget activity, and here it is. It's taking a picnic in one of these incredible outdoor spaces. Okay, I know what you're thinking, but hear me out. Of course a picnic is inexpensive and you're outside in this amazing weather but it's also not that exciting of a suggestion. But I'm actually recommending you have your picnic at one of these beautiful, iconic LA spots. And here are just a few suggestions for you. First is the Griffith Park Observatory. Now you can't bring your food inside the observatory but they do have this huge grass lawn in front of it where you can lay out, lay out your spread and enjoy those amazing views that the observatory is famous for. Next, we have Lake Hollywood Park. Now, Lake Hollywood is just this little tiny park where you can picnic and run around a little bit. But what makes it special is the Hollywood sign is almost right above your head. It's probably the best picture you can take of the Hollywood sign without having to hike up next to it. And the last one I'll give you is the Hollywood Bowl. Now, this iconic venue is famous for concerts, but it's actually also a public park so when there are no concerts going on you can have a you can have your picnic at this famous landmark just make sure that you check online first before going just to make sure it's open on uh, the date and time that you want to go okay that's all i have for you if you enjoyed the show please leave me a review and subscribe so you can never miss a future episode cheers and i'll see you next week